0: Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I have one of my very dear friends, Frank Macri. He is the founder of Thriving Coach Academy, which I get to be on the board of, which is super awesome. I brag about that all the time. Frank is an amazing coach trainer, and through his amazing program, he has turned out so many Coaches that are now up leveling their lives and creating an amazing business and life that they love. So, welcome, Frank. And I'm so excited to have you.
1: It's about time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I work with women, right? So,
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. No, thank you for having me. Um, I'm, it's an on- honestly, it's an honor, um, this podcast. I know you put a lot of work into it. So, I'm excited for this topic that you want to talk about and I love I want the listeners to know <laughs> that our relationship is so fun and personal that Julie texted me or messaged me earlier today like hey do you want to be on the podcast <laughs> yeah. I said sure and this is totally unplanned we, we don't script it and anyway I'm so excited to dive in
0: thank you I love it and I texted you we were going to talk about responsibility so I I just think that it's so perfect for us to talk about responsibility. It's something that comes up a lot in my group because, you know, of course, people go through divorce and I know you're a child of divorce. So this, you know, you definitely have your own spin on this. Just like me, I was a child of divorce and then I had my own. Um, But I feel like responsibility shows up in so many ways. And when women are going through divorce and they feel like they're in such victimhood, They have a hard time taking responsibility. And I feel like that's the first step is like to own what you can in the demise of the marriage because that's where you have your power. So, what's your take on that? Mm, So true.
1: I think of responsibility as the thought I chose this and I choose this. And I think starting with that thought is so powerful. I chose this. I am choosing this because responsibility to me means that you are choosing your life and you're realizing that every moment of your life, every experience of your life, you are choosing, right? Whatever you're not changing, you are choosing. So if it's your ex, if it's an issue with your children, if whatever it could be, when you can see it from the lens of I'm choosing this right now, that's not meant to, you know, point the finger at you and say that you're the problem. It's meant to awaken that the fact that you are a creator in your life. So if you don't like something, you could choose something differently. And I think that's really where everything begins when you could come from this thought of, I choose this. And it doesn't mean that you have to be happy all the time and always positive and always you know in this, in this um, joyful state. Sometimes we want to choose negative emotion, right? Sometimes we might feel sad and and it's powerful to say, you know what? I'm choosing this sadness though. But I'm choosing to grieve over my divorce. I'm choosing to be frustrated at my ex. There's so much more power when you could approach life and relationships from choice rather than thinking that the other person caused that experience and it's the only experience you're stuck with. You are choosing your life every single moment. So that's what responsibility means to me.
0: I love that because it gives you so much power when you can say that I choose this, even if you weren't the one to choose the divorce, like sometimes people are blindsided, but thereafter, okay, so maybe that piece was done to you in some way, but every choice you make thereafter, everything you do with yourself is your choice.
1: 100%, 100%. And one of the things I've noticed too comes up as I'm training coaches specifically I tell them to listen to their clients when they use the words to me. Okay. So notice in your own life, whenever you're saying he did that to me, right? (laughs) He, whatever it could be, she did that to me. Once we put the to me at the end of a sentence, Mm -hmm. we are making something personal and that's going to send us right to victimhood. Like it was something that was personally attacked at us. But when you can just like separate, okay, this person said words, I don't have to add to me, just this person, my ex said these words, and here's what I made it mean, right? That's where we can start to have more, more choice and ability to change something rather than just thinking that anyone's doing anything to us specifically. Because everyone's just living their life, just mm-hmm. operating out of their own thought process, given their background and history and things that are none of your business. But when you catch yourself, like, okay, he did. What like, what if right now? I know a lot of your listeners are going through divorce, on the other side of divorce, and I've done some divorce coaching as well, and I hear a lot of, yes, my ex held money from me, right? That's another way it could show up, or he he did this, blah blah blah, to me. You know, he took the kids on this vacation and did all these things, and he's doing this as a way to get back at me right? Like when you could mm-hmm. stop making everything about you mm-hmm. and just looking at, okay, here, here's this person's behavior and here's what I'm making it mean. You realize you don't have to change anyone's behavior. You just got to change all the thoughts you're having about their behavior.
0: It's so absolutely true. I see this all the time. I feel like it's, it's kind of running rampant in my free group that, you know, they can continually blaming their ex for their own feelings, right? And like everybody gets to be who they want to be in the world. We don't get to control them. We don't get to change them. And just because you got a divorce doesn't mean they're suddenly a different person. They're always who they were and you still have to deal with that if you're co-parenting. It's so interesting yeah. that they I I feel like they have this vision that Now that I've divorced him, he's going to be a different person. And it's just not true.
1: Yeah, no. And and like, we should probably also just help our listeners understand too, like when we think about responsibility, Mm -hmm. that is really being able to put a line in the sand and know, okay, here's what is in my control. Mm -hmm. Here's what's out of my control. Mm -hmm. So the good news is that there's very little things that are really in your control. So, 99% of all the things that are frustrating you, causing you chaos and drama and grief, are all things that you don't need to focus on. So, the things that are out of your control, the biggest one, other people's behaviors, Mm -hmm. your kids' behaviors, your ex's behaviors, whoever, and anyone else's behavior is out of your control. So, the more energy that you're putting on trying to understand why someone is doing what they're doing, Mm -hmm. why someone isn't changing, why they're not you know, doing what you think they should do, the more you're going to create your own suffering, right? So other people's behavior, that goes into the bucket of things that are not in my control, things mm-hmm. that I'm not, responsibility, not in my responsibility for. There's so many other things that are out of your control, right? But what's in your control, the only thing that you need to bring your attention to whenever you start going into blame and frustration and judgment is, your own thoughts, your own emotions, and your own actions. Those are the only things that are in your control, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not your ex's behavior that is causing your suffering. It's your thoughts about his behavior. And I think one of the biggest thoughts that creates suffering, especially for, for women or anyone going through divorce, is the thought, he shouldn't be doing that. He shouldn't be doing that. The second you have that thought, you are resisting reality, and you're going to perpetually stay frustrated.
0: <laughs> right? Not that all the time. You're resisting reality. Like he's here. He is. He's always been doing what he's doing. Why are you still resisting this? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So, how do you turn this around, though? Okay. Because I'm mm-hmm. sure that it can be kind of jarring when you realize, yeah, he shouldn't be, but he shouldn't be doing those things. Like part of your brain is going to want to justify it. And yeah. defend it and make yourself you know, seem so right, but it's only gonna keep you stuck. So what if your ex, what if anyone in your life where you have this thought they shouldn't be doing that? What if you have the thought, no, they should be doing it. Your ex should be doing what they're doing now that's hard. that's a I'm not saying this is easy work. This is why we need to hire coaches, yeah in order to navigate this, right? So this is not something I'd recommend going out alone, but, but,
0: but if, hold on what, why? Why do we need to change the way we think about it? Go into that just a little peel, peel that back one more layer. Sure. Yeah. Well, what's the alternative? Suffering. Yes. Just continuing to suffer. Yes. Right? Yes. So, we are suffering because of our own thoughts about something. Exactly. It's not, it's not
1: the excess. You think like, Suddenly, wouldn't it be cool if we could wave a magic wand and everyone could behave the way we want them to behave? <laughs> like, if anyone's found the magic wand to do that, then let me know. But that's the reality: is we can't control other people's behavior, but yeah. we have in our what we have in our head this this unspoken rule book. Like in in the academy, we mm-hmm. I talk about this concept of the rule book, where we have this rule book for how people should be, mm-hmm. and when they don't act in accordance to that. We get frustrated and we suffer, okay? So the opposite of responsibility is blame and entitlement, okay? How you know you're not taking full responsibility is when you're blaming someone and when you're feeling entitled for you to get something without you needing to change anything about yourself or your own actions. So I like to say you cannot blame and grow at the same time. You cannot blame and move your life forward at the same time. So the second that you have the thought, my ex shouldn't be doing that, or my kids shouldn't be behaving this way, you are blaming
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you're going to keep yourself frustrated. But the good news is it doesn't have to be that way, right? Like what if, you're, what if your ex and all the people in your life, they should be doing what they're doing because they're doing it, right? Yeah. And they're not going to change and you're not responsible for their change. You're only responsible for you. So I know earlier we said the idea of like the words "to me" at the end Mm -hmm. of sentences. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're doing this to me. What if everything is happening for you? I think that's one of the best questions to shift yourself into responsibility. How is your ex's behavior? How is that working for you?
0: Yeah, it's making you not want him, (laughs) right? Like (laughs) it's it's it's
1: just like opening yourself up. There's so many ways you can go with it, like it's reminding
0: you it's reminding you to be grateful that you're not there yeah that's right which is so much more
1: empowering than Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be doing this or how is this how is your ex's behavior um working for you like maybe it's teaching you patience maybe it's helping you know what you're understand your true worth Mm -hmm. and it's reminding you of what you do deserve in life so your brain's gonna find answers for whatever question you send it down to find answers for so if you ask your brain the question, you know, why he shouldn't be doing this to me? Why isn't anything changing? Why is he behaving this way? But your brain's just going to come up with all this, all this fictional story that's going to keep you frustrated. And that
0: spin and it keeps yeah. you down and it keeps you suffering. It keeps you there. But if you start asking your brain, how can this work
1: for me, mm-hmm. right? What is it that I can take responsibility for? And can I give you another question? This is one of my absolute favorite coaching questions. Okay. What am I, what am I allowing here?
0: Ooh, I'm allowing him to push my buttons. That's what the, the reality is for a lot of women. Exactly.
1: Yes. I think about it. Like it doesn't take one person to create a relationship. There's two people in it. So if you ask yourself, what am I allowing here? Suddenly everything becomes really clear because we teach people how to treat us. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you have someone in your life and you're having lots of frustration, you feel like you're walking on eggshells, you're constantly in anxiety when you're around them, or you have a ton of just, uh, you know, pain that comes up when you think about them, what is it that you are allowing yeah. and what could you change? Mm-hmm. This goes for any relationship, not just with your ex, but it could be coworkers, it could be friends, it could be family. I had a very difficult relationship with a very close family member many years ago, and I was wishing and hoping and praying that this family member would change. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I asked myself the question, what am I allowing here? When I realized I'm allowing them to speak to me, um, like to say these words to me and for it to have an impact. So I started to set boundaries. I started to teach that person how to treat me. And listen there was I made a I made a podcast episode called Advanced Boundaries where I talk about like when you set a boundary people are going to have a resistance to that boundary. They're not just going to be like, "Okay, great. Let me like respect your boundary." No, they're going to have resistance. They're probably going to push back. So it's normal when that happens, but it's not normal to just dishonor your boundary and dishonor yourself. So you've got to set a boundary, you need to allow a reaction to the boundary and you need to set consequences when the boundaries are being broken. And when I say allow a boundary, I don't mean uh, allowing the actual abuse, of course, not never that like physical, emotional abuse. But what I mean is that, you know, someone's going to have pushback, you need to allow them to have that pushback and then enforce consequences. If they're not respecting your boundaries.
0: He said, I think people get wrong. And I also did a podcast on boundaries. What's the name of your podcast, by the way, while we're on the topic?
1: I made it recently. It's called advanced boundaries. It's one of my name
0: of your whole podcast.
1: Oh, the life coach, life coaching secrets.
0: That's right. Life coaching secrets with Frank Macri. But (laughs) the piece that people get wrong is they say, Oh, he keeps breaking his boundaries. And it's like, no, it is up to you to hold those boundaries and, and dish the consequences that you're willing to uphold because it's not, they're going to break these boundaries over and over and over again. If you're not yeah. giving them a consequence that you can't uphold, then it's really up to you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Totally.
1: It's like how people say rules are meant to be broken. Yeah. Like boundaries, it's what if you felt like boundaries are meant to be broken, but consequences are also meant to be enforced, yeah. right? Like you are still responsible to set and reinforce those boundaries. So, another area too that just came up as you were talking is like when when people think about taking full responsibility of their life it's not just in owning that you know you have your own thoughts and relationships but it's also things like time and money okay this mm-hmm. is another area where people they they think conceptually they get it like i'm taking responsibility but then then they'll turn around and say oh but i just don't have enough money for such and such, or I don't have enough time to do such and such. So when when you are blaming money and time as the reason why you're not moving forward in your life, Mm -hmm. that's where you also need to look within because money and time are are just external circumstances. They're totally neutral, right? Mm -hmm. When you take responsibility, you don't say, I don't have enough money or time. You say, how can I acquire the money? How can I acquire the time? Yes. So if you, have, if you have an ex or a relationship where that spouse or partner was the one making the majority of the income, and then suddenly they're gone, and you're like, well, I just don't have, I can't afford anything now because my ex made all the money, right? That is not taking responsibility, okay? That is you needing to look within and realize that you create money, you create time, mm-hmm. right? When you really want something, you create the time for it, right? When you really are dedicated to you know receiving something, you will find the resources. You'll always find a way. And I think that's another great thought to have to start trying on is like everything's figure outable. I'm always able to find a way. And coming at life from that place, rather than, you know, I just wish I had more time, I wish I had more money, I wish I had more support from my ex. Like that's gonna keep you constantly small, whereas you have an invitation to show up big and really take ownership of your life and that's a huge step to take knowing that you are the you are the creator of your life you are the creator of the money and the time and the people in your life
0: i love that and a note on time i always say we have just as many hours in the day as beyonce or elon musk <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> right so true it's so true it's right? true
0: it's yeah all about uh-huh. prioritizing
1: yeah and there's it's probably the only thing equal amongst all humans is like you said, we have 24 hours mm-hmm. in a day. So, yeah. you know, we're responsible for your thoughts, your emotions, your actions. You're not responsible for other people's uh, mm-hmm. thoughts, emotions, and actions. Mm-hmm. And one of the, I think one of the reasons why it's so amazing to take full responsibility, because like for me, I definitely went through, years of my life where I wasn't taking responsibility. Uh, And, you know, it's, it's, it's really shocking when you look at yourself and go, wow, I could really, I could really take a charge of a lot of different things.
0: Express. (laughs) Yeah, like,
1: exactly. For me, I was really uh, feeling entitled years ago, before I started coaching, I was feeling entitled to just do work I love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just be able to and make all the money I wanted to make and have a great impact. And I remember that I was blaming and I was feeling very entitled. And it wasn't until I decided, okay, what do I want? What am I choosing? What can I choose moving forward? When I started at like, what am I allowing? All these questions that we've talked about here today. That's when I started to think about, okay, if I don't like X, Y, and Z. If I don't like this career, if I don't like this person that I'm with, mm-hmm. right, I am responsible for my life. And this is the only life we get. It's, it's, there's, it's not the dress rehearsal. This is the real deal, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is the real deal, people. So <laughs> i that's what led me to realize like, I need to stop. And, and I would blame a lot of different things um, for why I wasn't moving forward in life. I was blaming my age for just not being old enough to start my own business. Uh, I blamed, I blamed the sound of my voice. I just thought, ah, people aren't going to like the sound of my voice. I was, I used to be very insecure about my voice and my appearance. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I blamed so many different things about me as the reason why I couldn't move forward. And when I sat down with myself one day and said, you know what? I, no one else is responsible for my life and its result and its outcome, but me, that's when I started to really take bold actions and Mm -hmm. make some changes. That's when I started to, you know, invest in coach training and learning how to be a great coach and Mm -hmm. starting my own business. And also doing that helped because I think like learning the skill of coaching is kind of like the shortcut to learning how to take responsibility for yourself and also helping other people take responsibility for themselves. Like that's what Mm -hmm. coaching does. Yeah. Doing that helped to help put me on the fast track to really start to be the creator and know that you are the creator of your life, right? You are creating it in this moment, Mm -hmm. whether you're happy or not, what you are creating your life each and every second. And you also don't have to wait a long time to start making really big changes. Like you can start rewriting your life story right now. Like during this episode right at the end of this episode yep. it doesn't matter how many years you've spent upset in a victim state um, you know feeling frustrated at someone mm-hmm. else just because you've been doing that doesn't mean that that has to be your life moving forward you can take on the thought right now i am a creator i am responsible for my life and i can choose right now who i am and who i want to be
0: and if you need help with that hire a freaking coach, because that is exactly what we do.
1: hundred percent. Yes. I mean, right? there's,
0: I have there's... a coach. You have a coach like coaches, hire coaches, because we know the value in having that person to help support you along the way when you're making big changes in your life.
1: Yeah. I have a friend that was for, for years, just kind of bouncing around careers and had some relationship challenges as well, went through a divorce. And she called me up a couple days ago and said, "I have really exciting news. I just hired my very first coach. And I was so excited for her. I congratulated her. and it wasn't a cheap investment, right. nor should it be because, like it's it's an investment in yourself. It's a whole, and she was scared. She was telling me how you know, she was feeling the anxiety. And I just said, Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. you're supposed to feel that. That's like the yeah. price of admission towards your next transformation. Like you're supposed to feel." discomfort and anxiety Uh, and and fear because you are literally up leveling your life yes so um you know it's it's definitely when i look back at my own life the the moments i invested in in coaching were Mm -hmm. by far the most transformational investments and i'm someone that you like you julie like we're Mm -hmm. really self-aware people and i'm sure like your listeners are very self-aware people but you just don't know what you don't know. Every single person has their own blind spots, even the most successful oh my people. God.
0: It's so true. I mean, and I remember one of the, the moments that you gave me really great coaching. I was really going through like some kind of struggle and resistance in, you know, putting my business out there in a bigger way. And I said to you, I feel like I'm dying. And you said, that's the old Julie dying, let her die. And every time I feel that resistance and that struggle, I'm just like, oh yeah, that's just my old self dying. <laughs> so good, I love that advice. It was so amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what else too? Like when, you're, when you are thinking about the way your life is right now and if you're not happy with it and you know that there are things that you want to do but you're not doing them, there's a reason you're not taking action, right? There's a reason. And my friend who hired a coach, she's like, I know that I need to make changes, but I'm not following through on my desires. That's you know, one of the greatest the signs. That's when that's one of the greatest sign. Yes, exactly. that's the sign that you need to absolutely work with a coach. So absolutely. just to finish up, like I want people to know, because this is such a topic that we can go on and on for, it's like when you're uh-huh. looking to up level your life, what is it you are allowing? right? Mm-hmm. What's what's in your control, what's not in your control. And what is it that you are choosing? Because you're choosing your life every moment.
0: Every moment. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for being here, Frank. It was a pleasure. And we are definitely going to do this again. This is so much fun.
1: Amazing. And if your listeners do you want a little bit more access to some coaching tools, can I give them a little gift? Would that yep. be okay? <laughs> okay, so if you want to learn a few more coaching tools to use on yourself, because I think you are your first client, then you can go over to thrivingcoachacademy.com/vip, thrivingcoachacademy.com/vip, and you'll get a, a sneak peek, free access into my coach training program, so you can start using some coaching tools on yourself and also see some of the tools that our most successful coaches are using with their own clients.
0: Absolutely, and we both teach you know, self-coaching so that we can have those tools and use them every day as a coach. I know I do. I'm constantly working on my mind.
1: <laughs> we all are right. The work never stops. The work we never. Gotta lean, we got to lean in and keep allowing it to happen.
0: Yes. Love it. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Hey ladies, are you in my free Facebook group yet? It's called thriving community, women, helping women through divorce. You can search for it with that name in the search bar on Facebook or just click the link in the show notes. You'll be prompted to fill out a few short questions to get in, but on the inside, there are weekly live streams with me where you can interact with me directly and ask me questions. I'll see you there.